0: European Heart Journal Case Reports 2021. I'm Dr. Jenny Han, podcast editor. Today, I'll be talking about a case report by Isabel Muñoz Pusa, Abada Hernandez, Antonio Espino Moreno, and Victor Jimenez Diaz from the Hospital Avaro Conquiero, Vigo, Pontevedra, Spain, titled A Case Report Cocaine Abuse, Acute Coronary Syndrome, and Eroded Plaque, Stent, or not stent. The main cause of ACS, acute coronary syndrome, is plaque rupture, but it can be caused by other mechanisms such as plaque erosion or calcified nodules, which may not require stenting. This case report demonstrates the use of OCT, optical coherence tomography, to identify a case of ACS caused by plaque erosion, which was able to be managed conservatively. The case. A 45 year old man presented to the emergency department with chest pain and syncope whilst driving. He was a smoker with a 30 pack year history and active cocaine user. He had no other risk factors for cardiovascular disease and no family history of heart disease. His current medications were quetiapine, sertraline, and omeprazole. Examination revealed a blood pressure of 110 over 80 millimetres of mercury and pulse of 74 beats per minute. Cardiac and respiratory examinations were normal and he had no signs of heart failure. The ECG showed sinus rhythm with ST elevation in the inferior leads and mild specular changes in the high lateral leads. Echocardiogram showed hypokinesia of the inferior lateral and inferior segments with preserved ejection fraction. There was no significant valve disease. He was therefore diagnosed with inferior STEMI, ST elevation myocardial infarction and given loading doses of aspirin and ticagrelor, and unfractionated heparin before coronary angiography. This was carried out two hours after ischemia onset. It showed no significant stenosis in the left coronary artery, and a thrombotic occlusion of the mid-distal right coronary artery. Thromboaspiration was carried out, which was successful at achieving artery reperfusion. Repeat angiography could not find any significant coronary stenosis in the artery. OCT was therefore used to find the underlying cause. This showed a mild atherosclerotic plaque and minimal residual thrombus, but with a minimal lumen area of 6mm squared. Conservative management without stent implantation was decided, with an acute phase glycoprotein 2b3a inhibitor for 12 hours. He was discharged 10 days later with 12 months of dual antiplatelet therapy with aspirin and ticagrelor. At nine months of follow-up, he remains well and asymptomatic, with no adverse effects or bleeding complications. Discussion The most important cause of ACS is plaque rupture. This is when there's a fibrous cap rupture of lipid-rich atherosclerotic plaque, leading to necrotic core exposure, platelet activation, and thrombus formation. The second most common cause is plaque erosion. These make up around 25% of thrombotic coronary occlusions, and involve thrombus formation next to atherosclerotic plaque without disruption of the fibrous cap. The real percentage may be higher, as 11 autopsy studies have shown that 31% of coronary thrombosis is associated with plaque erosion. Clinical predictors of plaque erosion include a young patient, less than 50 years old, active smoker, and lack of other traditional cardiovascular risk factors, such as hypertension or dyslipidemia. All of these were seen in this patient. It also appears to be more common in women. A 1999 study of nearly 300 consecutive cases of acute myocardial infarction found 37.4% of women and 18.5% of men had plaque erosion. The pathophysiology of plaque erosion is not well understood, but seems to involve granular sites which induce endothelial cell injury, leading to disruption to the endothelial cell monolayer and the formation of a thrombus, which is predominantly platelets. In contrast, plaque rupture involves macrophages, an exposure of thrombotic substrates such as tissue factor, leading to a thrombus, which is predominantly red blood cells. Plaque erosion is more likely to be associated with pre-infarct angina compared to plaque rupture. It most commonly causes NSTEMI, but stemi can also occur. Plaque erosion is also more likely to be limited to a single coronary vessel. And has a smaller infarct size. This might be because lumens tend to be larger with less impairment of arterial integrity, so the thrombus that forms is more likely to be non clusive or could easily embolise distally. To characterise a plaque, CTCA, ct coronary angiography, angiography, IVUS, intravascular ultrasound, and OCT may be used. Angiography may only be able to show macroscopic plaque morphology but may be able to identify lesions with a higher likelihood of being plaque erosion for further imaging. OCT has a resolution of 10 to 20 micrometres, allowing the direct visualisation of the individual features of the plaque, including the fibrous cap, microvessels, thrombus, inflammatory cells and cholesterol crystals. Even still, it is not able to show the characteristic disruption of the endothelial monolayer in plaque erosion, which is between 1 to 5 micrometres. In contrast, IVUS has a resolution of 20 to 40 micrometres, and CT scans have a resolution of 200 to 500 micrometres, making them suboptimal for visualising a fibrous cap. Currently, plaque erosion is a diagnosis of exclusion through OCT. A disrupted fibrous cap suggests plaque rupture or calcified nodule, and an intact fibrous cap suggests plaque erosion. However, it is not perfect as may shadow structures will be misinterpreted as dissections or intimal disruptions. Near-infrared spectroscopy ivus has expanded knowledge of plaque erosion, but the way this technique fits into clinical practice remains to be validated. Compared to ACS caused by plaque rupture, where guidelines recommend timely PCI, percutaneous coronary intervention, for both STEMI and most NSTEMI, the treatment of coronary plaque erosion is more contentious. There are ongoing debates about whether stenting is required, as previous studies seem to show that these patients do well with conservative management. This may be because of the different vascular response to PCI for plaque erosion and plaque rupture. It seems that there are better immediate post-dent outcomes in plaque erosion than in plaque rupture, but there is less vascular healing at six months, possibly because the larger thrombus burden in plaque rupture causes more platelet-derived growth factor release, leading to a better degree of neo coverage. Some papers have investigated this, a 2013 paper of 31 NSTEMI patients with plaque erosion diagnosed through OCT with no local critical stenosis found that no myocardial infarction, heart failure or deaths occurred in patients treated with dual antiplatelet therapy and in patients treated with angioplasty and stenting. Two years on, none of the 12 patients treated conservatively and one of the 19 patients treated with a stent required additional vascularization. The 2016 erosion study looked at 60 patients with ACS at the emergency department of a single centre in China with OCT-diagnosed plaque erosion without major stenosis. who were treated with medical therapy alone and 47 patients had a reduction in thrombus volume of over 50% after one month. One year on, 49 out of 53 patients who completed follow-up remained free from major adverse cardiovascular events. One criticism is that despite the minimum lumen diameter increasing, it was only from 1.35 mm at baseline to 1.54 mm after one month, which is still flow-limiting. A 2017 retrospective study of 62 patients with plaque erosion diagnosed by OCT from Massachusetts General Hospital found no adverse cardiac events for up to one year among those who were treated conservatively. A 2018 French study of 46 patients examined whether patients in a selected population may be able to avoid stenting through a two-step strategy with primary PCI without stenting, followed by delayed OCT a few days later. There was no difference in major adverse cardiac events compared with primary stented patients. This population was mostly plaque erosion patients and demonstrates a method of incorporating OCT assessment in stable patients. The evidence suggests that some patients with plaque erosion without major stenosis seem to do better with conservative therapy, but this remains an area of some debate. The authors chose conservative therapy in this case report. This medical therapy is often initially through aspirin and ticagrelor, and unfractionated heparin through imaging. Most patients would require aspiration thrombectomy, as seen in this case, followed by dual antiplatelet therapy, and a glycoprotein 2B3A inhibitor, if possible. However, this is a developing area. Future research should involve large randomised studies to focus on further stratification of patients with ACS caused by plaque erosion who may benefit from conservative management, and also assess longer-term outcomes. The authors have highlighted the following learning points. OCT is a high-resolution intracoronary imaging that provides accurate plaque assessment in vivo, in the setting of acute coronary syndrome. Young age, history of active smoking, and cocaine use are common clinical features in patients with acute coronary syndrome due to an eroded plaque. Conservative treatment without stent implantation, maintaining dual antiplatelet therapy with a potent P2Y12 inhibitor, if possible, is a safe strategy in cases of eroded plaque as a cause of acute coronary syndrome. Thank you to the authors of this case report for highlighting this fascinating case for us and thank you for listening to european heart journal case reports podcasts references used to create this podcast and the original case report are available online visit academic.oup.com forward slash ehjcr for other interesting case reports music is computer by state shirt